Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. X-Pac, one, two, three, sixty. A new day is dawning for DX. And now, your host, Sean, X-Pac, Wolfman. Welcome to X-Pac, one, two, three, sixty, everyone. Good to be back. Um, I just want to welcome Johnny LaQuasto back to the table. What's up, brother? It's just you and I today, and our special guest, of course. Yeah, and a little bit later on, everybody, we're going to be joined in studio by the creator of Glow, and now the creator of, along with... Uh, wow Superheroes. Genie Boss, Wow mm-hmm. Superheroes. Um, that's that's on Access TV on Friday nights, and uh, they, it was just on... Uh, their, their debut show was just on uh, this past Friday, and I really enjoyed what I saw. And it did great. David McLean will join us in just a bit. Yeah, and uh, looking forward to that. But uh, Johnny, what's going on, man? Uh, it's been you know it's been busy, but uh, first show of the year for me, and you know doing yeah. some stand up comedy the last couple of weeks, so I wasn't around. And then uh, you know was in Pakistan for uh, Ring of Pakistan. It's the first ever live pro wrestling in the history of the country, so an honor to be involved in something that international. And and uh, you know. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood just hit hey, episode 400. So. Hey, Johnny, so what is a Ring of Pakistan show look like? Whew, I'll like, tell you what. I mean, what's the talent like? I mean, is it all is it all uh, native talent? No, there's actually only one wrestler from Pakistan. That's Badshah Pelwa Khan that was involved in that. But uh-huh. um, the only Americans were myself and Chris Masters. Yeah. Uh, they had It was a very international feel. Um, there's uh, Casey Spinelli, who's from Canada, um, there's a Germany, uh, Tom LaRuffa, uh, from France, yeah. and then, uh, some other guys you may not know, but. Over- are there any, are there any, uh, people from any of the Asian stuff like the, the OWE or anything like that? Uh, Ho-Ho Loon was involved as well. And he was okay. part of the, uh, Cruiserweight Classic, some of you might remember. And so it was really incredible, very international feel over 15 countries represented, I think. Uh-huh. And the show drew about 4,000 and the production quality was Incredible. So, uh, what was the venue like? Uh, I, uh, was four thousand uh, a pretty good crowd in the venue? Oh yeah, What's it filled that? it. It's an outdoor arena um, yeah. in Lahore, Pakistan. And uh, you know, when you first we walked in there a couple days earlier, we're walking around. It's it's all open. There's nothing there yet. Yeah. I don't know how they pulled it off in less than forty eight hours, but we got there that night. And it was it was incredible. Cameras everywhere. They had you know the the, the lighting was great. Um, and I don't know when it. I thought it was going to air on New Year's Day for them, yeah. but I'm not quite sure. I'm waiting to find uh, out. I'm inter- I mean, it's interesting to me. It's, uh, you know, wrestling brings brings you know like for me like over the past thirty years, it's brought me to some pretty cool places. And I you know uh, yeah. For instance, even you know after my WWE run, um, you know for a company called AWR, American Wrestling Rampage, was the name of it. And the guys from OTT okay. in Ireland? Yes. Yes. I know him, them. Joe. Joey, Joey Cabret. So yes. um, so uh, working with them, and it was a great experience working with all those guys. 
uh, I was the, um, uh, in Bulgaria and Romania, the first match, you know, they ever, ever had. And I was there. Historic. Yeah. And actually I was an opening match in the show. So basically like technically the very first wrestling match ever in Bulgaria and Romania, I, it was me. That's incredible. And, and Joe Cabrera yeah. was actually part of the first tour to Pakistan in 2017. Mm. Nice. So, um, yeah, great guy. And what the, the realization I had is people in Pakistan, a lot of them don't know what professional wrestling, they don't know the word professional wrestling. Virgin territory, we called that. Yeah, because all they know is WWE. Yeah. It's so ingrained mm-hmm. over there. They think WWE is, it, that's all there is. So they're trying to make fans realize, no, there's professional yeah. wrestling outside of it. So when, you know? were they a captive audience? Were they, oh, yeah. were they, were they reacting to everything? Like, very yeah. captive. Uh, to be yeah. honest, it was very difficult for anyone to be a heel. Uh, but Masters did a great job of being a heel. Casey Spinelli was a phenomenal heel. Yeah. Um, but they were just so amped up. This is something they've been waiting for. You know, any security so. concerns? To be honest, you would think, but no. They did. They had such a great security team at all times, and things are improving in Pakistan. There's certain areas you still have to be very careful. For example, we didn't do a show in Karachi because of an issue that had happened two weeks prior. Right. But Lahore, um, to be honest, we uh, we all felt fine. So nothing in Islamabad. We did not go this time. Last time we were. Yeah, we just did one show in Lahore. But, you know, they're really trying. They're trying to improve. The brand-new prime minister is actually a really good guy, too. Is it modern, like, like technology-wise? Like, uh, did it seem behind? Not at the wrestling show. They they actually had state-of-the-art equipment, just like you would see. I'll be honest with you. uh, The production quality for our show over there was much better than a lot Mm. of things you would see in America because they spent a lot of money. Cool. Well, it's interesting to me. That's why I just wanted to keep talking about it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm honored you want to hear about it. It's pretty Uh, cool. For sure. I wonder if they have Bluetooth in Pakistan. You know, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I had one in my bag just because yeah. I hadn't used it yet. But uh, we love our Bluetooth, Sean. Yeah. It would be nice if we had that porno music to play while we do this Bluetooth read. Well, you know, there's, it's playing in my head anytime we talk about Bluetooth. Huh. And uh, I'm a multi-time user of Bluetooth now. So, so are we going to have that music or no? Thank yes. you. I was waiting for the damn read Jesus to start, Christ. man. And it begins. <coughs> Blue chip. So, guys, yeah. are you looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds in the bedroom where the magic happens? I don't have much magic. <laughs> go Blue to BlueChew.com, everyone. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to a whole nother level. Check this out. They've got the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. That's right. They work for you, Johnny? I love Blue Chew. I'll be honest yeah. with you. I used it a couple times now, and uh, it's it's nice to have that kind of confidence. Yeah. Because I don't have much in my life. <laughs> so Blue Chew really helps. Yeah. And, and you know, you don't have to, like, plan things out nope. and, like, okay... Uh, okay, I think I might have sex tonight, so I better take this pill now, 12 hours beforehand, or, you know. You can take it like 30 minutes prior. Uh, that's what I did. You know? When I, when I officially knew, I said, all right, you know. Once you know you're getting lucky, it's gonna be a good you it, so you don't have to waste it. <laughs> yeah, give me this Skittle. Yeah. And they're chewable, like like we were just talking about, yeah. so they work fast. And, uh, and you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And this stuff is cheaper than those other two, so this is a no-brainer, folks. Mm-hmm. Plus, you don't have to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line because Blue Shoe ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. That's right. Yeah. And hey, all you all you guys out there, 
yeah, even if you don't have a, a, a significant other that you have sex with, uh, I know you like to spend time with yourself whenever you can. Sometimes, and, you know, yeah. uh, you know, you could maybe make a date night for yourself. Um, you know, settle down with a little spanked revision. A little you time. Yeah, a little hot towel, a little yeah. lotion, and some blue chew, baby. And some ice cream after. Yes. It. Treat yourself. So uh, so you don't have to be in a relationship to enjoy blue chew. Mm-mm, not at all. I'm not in a relationship. Yeah, and, I enjoy blue chew. and here's a great deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code XPAC. That's X-P-A-C, bluechew.com. Just pay $5 in shipping, which is a great deal. Fantastic deal. It's an amazing deal. You can't yeah. beat it. Yeah. So, again, that's bluechew.com, ladies and gentlemen. Promo code XPOC. If you use that, um, send us proof of purchase and uh, send you out like a signed picture or something. Yeah. Well, Anyways, glad they do that. Thank you, bluechew.com, for sponsoring all the great wrestling content out there. An amazing sponsor. And anytime you have Blue Chew, it's going to be a great night. Well, it's about to be a great weekend. In Phoenix, Arizona, Royal Rumble. A lot of people like the Rumble, even as much as WrestleMania. I'm also in that group. Um, for you, you've t- you took part in three uh, Royal Rumble matches itself, but a bunch of other pay-per-views. Um, what are you looking forward to most? Would you say uh, the men's or the women's Royal Rumble? Because you mentioned on the show recently, the women backstage fights, you enjoy yeah. them a lot more, and I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, and so, I don't know. I'm not necessarily, I, I'm looking forward to both of them. Yeah. You know, uh, let's see, let's see what, let's see what they got. Let's see what the the women got, and let's see what the men got. Mm-hmm. You know, and think the ladies are a lot hungrier these days. I completely agree, and yeah. I think that that lends itself to the backstage fights that yeah. we're talking about. There was another great one uh, this week. Yeah, I mean, just uh, Becky and and oh my God, Oscar, you couldn't get them apart from each other. Also, you know, just to talk about uh, Becky, uh, that throw punch thing. God, I love that throw punch yeah. she did. Yeah. And the way it was sold and everything. Anyway, you know. I, those fights are so intense. I honestly, I was getting worried for Adam Pierce's safety. I thought he was about to get popped in the face so many times trying to break up that fight. Yeah. They just yeah. brought it. He's tough. He can handle it. No, he's, he could definitely handle <laughs> it for sure. But so, yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, I have a feeling the, girl, the, the ladies, uh, the women might, you know, outdo the men. As far as, as far as the rumble goes? As far as quality of the rumble. Yeah. It might be. I mean, I'm excited yeah. to. We don't know every entrance, so there's going to be some surprises. And let's let's be honest. Like the stakes are really high for mm-hmm. the women's rumble. Like I think the women's rumble winner uh, is going to be in the main event at WrestleMania. They're really they're giving you that inclination. Becky talks about it a lot about main eventing WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and I think if there's any year to do it, you look at how. When she showed up to SmackDown recently, it was very Stone Cold-esque. She gets out of her car, she tosses the key, takes a swig of a disgusting shake, and her music hits. That's badass stuff right there. Yep. And so I think this is the year to do it. And if, if you have her and Charlotte main eventing, who can argue? I, If that's the case. Yeah, but Ronda will be in there. Good point. Well, as far as uh, that's... Ronda will be in the main event at WrestleMania. Okay. So somehow they'd have to cross brands then if we're going to get Becky. It'll happen. And... Yeah, it will. Watch. That's a fair point. Watch. Um, as far as the Rumble goes, uh, for the men, do you think we're going to see a surprise winner? Or Because I'm thinking, don't be shocked if Andrade wins. Because the matches he's been doing with Mysterio, uh, to me, if you really want to get him to that next level, put him in the title match at WrestleMania. With who? Daniel Bryan. Mm. I don't see it. You don't think the no, contrast? Okay. No, I don't see it. 
I don't. I mean, Andrade's doing great. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I just I don't see that. Well, if Daniel Bryan, let's say he retains at the Rumble, him and Styles, that's the money match. Mm-hmm. Do you think it continues the Mania, or do you think they find something else for him? Because you can't get better than Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. That's and we're getting mm-hmm. that this Sunday. I don't know. I just like for me, like I'm uh, right now. Like I, I was mainly thinking about what's going to happen in Brock versus uh, Balor. You know, mm-hmm. and everyone's pretty sure that Balor's just going to get you know, beat. Probably won't, but I mean, you never know, and uh, it's going to be a great match. That's going to be phenomenal, and yeah. I, I'd like to see it go a decent amount of time because yeah. you saw what Balor did to Brock this past Monday on Raw. Yeah. Oh my God, the missile drop kick into the barricade. I mean. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, I don't know what's what I'm not as uh, like familiar with is what the actual takeover card is. Takeover card I got for you right here. Um, main event's going to be well, we kind of double main events really. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Alistair Black, they've been feuding back and forth for a number of months. Uh, that's for the NXT title and a match that I know Mark Donica, you are very excited for. Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair oh, that's right. is it's one of my favorite talents in all of NXT right now, mm-hmm. and she's on a hot streak. She's on a winning streak. She hasn't lost yet, and so going into a title match that sets up a very interesting dichotomy. And her style versus Shayna's style will be, I think, one of the more memorable takeover women's matches. Mm. Two powerful women. I mean, Bianca Belair has uncanny strength. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I just like uh, you know, uh, she's she's hot right now, and mm. rightfully so. And and uh, and I wasn't really familiar with her to be honest, but I am now. She's only about two years in, I believe. Yeah. Um, so good for her. I hope they. Uh, uh, I don't know. It wouldn't bother me if they put her over. Not at all. Do you think it's as far as uh, not that it wouldn't bother me, like because that's like saying eh, it would be just fine, actually. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if that's what's going to happen. I, I still see Shayna. A lot of people are, are clamming for her to go to the main roster, but I don't see why you rush her up there because you know you have her best friends that are now getting involved. She could just dominate NXT for the longest time, really. Yeah, she's. I don't know. Uh, you know, eventually you kind of want to feel like you're making progress. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of need those forward, you know, you know, those need to keep moving the ball down the field, right? Sure. So for for a minute, they were trying to push mm-hmm. this six on six with Dakota Kai, Io Shirai, and Kyrie Sane versus the Horsewomen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so with Dakota Kai being out with her ACL injury, they they need a new third person for that. So I'm I'm thinking Bianca wins the championship, and then we still get that six on six that they've been building to. But it's Bianca <laughs> taking Dakota's place. That's uh, that's yeah. what I see happening. Okay. I still see <laughs> Shayna Baszler retaining, and I said this six months ago. I think when Shayna's done with NXT, I think people are going to recognize her as as the greatest NXT <coughs> Women's Champion of all time. And I know that's a tall order when you have Charlotte, you have Asuka, but I just think the fact that she's had two title reigns now, and the second one is continuing to grow, because I do think she defeats Bianca Belair because I, I don't think there's any rush for Bianca to become champion. Probably. You know, yeah. um, and I'm she, just saying it wouldn't bother me at all. No, no, um, not at all. I don't, but I don't know if it makes sense. I, oh shit. Friend of the show, Matt Riddle. He's on the card. Yeah. Him and Cassius Ono. Yeah. And they've had great matches in the past. Yeah. Outside of uh, NXT. And Riddle is, man, is he infectious. People yep. love him. Yep. Yeah. He's very special. I've known it like since the first time I ever uh, saw the guy. At yeah. the Monster Factory. 
And you can go back and listen to the interview. Yeah. Matt was on the show just a few months ago, and it was incredible. shout out to Danny Gage at the Monster Factory, who's doing some good stuff with ROH right now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he. I think he's doing the uh, Dojo of Honor. Okay. Yeah. Um, good. I'm happy to see somebody. Uh, somebody. Uh, you know, giving Danny. You know, throwing him a bone. Yeah, and ROH, a, they're primed for. Yeah. They've had a lot of changes, but now they're they're getting some guys in contracts. They're primed for a, a really solid 2019 as well. Yeah. Um, let's see, we got Ricochet, Johnny Gargano for the North American title. I mean, that's every one of these NXT takeover cards. They're always start to finish. Yeah, it's just even if like like I said, I don't like. I'm not. I wasn't like uh, you know familiar with the exact card, but you mm-hmm. know, you just know it's it's, it's going to. Probably start to finish. Yeah, technically, it's probably going to blow the rumble away. You know, I I don't know blow it away, but like it's probably going to be the better of the two shows, almost surely, uh, um, match wise. Definitely shorter. We know that much. But I, what I love about the rumble is it's just there's that that unknown quantity of it yeah. where you don't know who's going to come out. And to be honest, between the men and the women, it really is hard to predict the winner. A lot of people think Charlotte is the most obvious winner, but I know you've said this in the past, obvious isn't necessarily a bad thing. Right. Charlotte is <clears throat> Charlotte. That's right. So Sometimes who- the be- the greatest things that have ever happened in wrestling were telegraphed mm-hmm. uh, a mile away. Um, the turn, uh, the Andre turn, the turn, uh, um, uh, Orndorff turning on Hogan, Savage turning on Hogan. Yep. Like all these things. You knew we're coming a mile away, which is exactly why you kept tuning in, waiting for it to happen. And I would say something that was legitimately telegraphed and told to us, Mick Foley's first world title win was told to everybody, and it came in and made that event that much more yeah, special. Yeah, but that was literally yeah. told. That, yeah. That, that, I'm talking about, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm I know what you about, mean. You know, yeah, but yeah, for sure. Well, let me ask you guys this, because <clears throat> we talk about if the women are going to main event WrestleMania, and you said Ronda clearly will be in that main event. I agree with you. I can't think of anyone on the Raw women's roster that would main event with her. So how how are we going to get, let's say it's Becky and Ronda, or let's say Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. How do we get that crossover? How do we get them to switch shows? Do you, uh, Mark, do you have an idea on that? I, I, I had one, but it, it's essentially uh, Ronda shows her dominance by winning the Rumble and then chooses, calls her shot and says, I want those two, and makes the match. It's going to be, I, in my, my, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a three-way match, triple threat or something, you know, something yeah. like that. So, Ronda, so, Charlotte, you know, uh, Becky. So you think Ronda might actually win the Rumble is what you're saying, Mark? I think it's it, – it, I don't think it's very likely, but it's one yeah. of the scenarios that I think if – depending on however long we get Ronda – adding champion Royal Rumble win and making putting her up there with one of the greatest mm-hmm. champions of all time, one of the greatest athletes of all time in WWE. Winning a Rumble is really important in, in those in that lineage. Or we could have the option of Becky Lynch loses to Asuka – Enters the Rumble, wins the Rumble, calls out whatever champion she wants, calls out Ronda. That probably the, mo- the yeah, most. Yeah, I mean that, that's what they set it up at the end of last month, last year's mm-hmm. Rumble was they had Oscar in between the two champions, saying, "All right, make your choice." So the the cross brand thing isn't that much of an issue, mm-hmm. but it could be there could be a big uh, kerfuffle that can they do a to, title for t- title versus title? That would be very interesting. Yeah. I don't know how they could how they would. But then that mm-hmm. would obviously it wouldn't be a three way. Yeah. But. Well, let me ask you: What do you think the money match is? Uh, Becky versus Ronda and Mania, or Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda? I think it could be either. <laughs> yeah. Depending on which way they want to go with it, and you know, uh, provided they do a good job building it up, I think either one of them. If it's going to be just a singles. And if you ask me, that's that that's a main event WrestleMania match right there. Yeah. 
So we could be setting setting history there. Yeah, and I was just I was just um, earlier, you know, like brushing up for the you know stuff we're going to talk to David McLean about in a little while, and uh, I was on YouTube, and uh, like some stuff from the Women's Rumble last year uh, came up, mm-hmm. and I got to tell you, I thought Kari Sane was the was the MVP of that thing. She's incredible. Wow. And it wouldn't shock me. She's not on the card. So she'll possibly show up in the Rumble. Huh. As far as takeover, she's not on the card. So yeah. uh, going to be some surprises. So hey, you know what it. I want to I want to do real quick? What's up? And, uh, and I this, this kid really deserves it, and I'm really happy for him. Uh, I want to congratulate Peter Avalon. I'll get a job with AEW. Oh, I I, I'm, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I just saw it the other uh, last night. Oh my God, he's yeah. one of my closest friends. But I'm so I just got back in town and I'm so yeah. behind wait, on life. Wait, sorry, wait. I'm sorry. I have to break this up. Sean, did you actually watch Being the Elite when that uh, happened? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know like he got fired or whatever. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that was the gimmick. Was yeah, but he got a job and he deserves it. And did- he's been working a long time <laughs> and he hasn't gotten a lot of praise over the years like he should have. Completely agree. He's one of my closest friends in wrestling. He has worked his tail off over the past nine to ten years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you couldn't ask for a better teammate. The guy is part mm-hmm. of any any wrestling family I've ever been a part of. He's been there, and I can't say enough good things about him. And, yeah. And everything changed for him as soon as he grew some facial hair. Which is not easy to do <laughs> for some of us. That's for sure. But, no, him and Tim Storm have had three incredible matches this past uh-huh. year. And so, yeah, congrats to Pete. Yeah, I just, to, I just wanted to throw that in there. Love good it. guy. He deserves it. I totally agree. So with that said, should we come back with Mr. David McLean? Yeah, let's take a break right now, and we're going to come back with David McLean. Welcome back to X-Pac 12360, everyone. I'm honored to be joined in studio right now by the creator of Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling and uh, and the creator of, uh, along with... Um, wow Women of Wrestling. Yeah, along with Miss Jeannie Buss, Wow <laughs> Women of Wrestling. Yes, thanks, that just, Sean. It just debuted... Yes, it did. This on past Ac- Saturday on the 18th yep. on uh, Access, Access TV. TV. And I just uh, I want to thank you so much. It's an honor to have you in the studio. No, David. my honor to be here with you and Johnny David today. McLean, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. There we go. So, um, so David, for, like, real quick, though, I just got to tell you that um, I, my first memories of GLOW is I'm in Tampa. At, well, St. Petersburg, Florida. Sure. I grew up there. And, uh, and this was back when, you know... We had cable, but it was, you know, um, I had to get I had to get glow from a station in Lakeland, Florida called V V thirty two. It was called maybe UHF. Maybe. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. The, the, the <laughs> no rabbit one ears, today knows what that that's even right. means. The rabbit ears, all of that. <laughs> exactly. And, and back then, I was I was just you know still such a huge, just a huge wrestling fan. I wasn't in, sort of wasn't in the business yet, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, any kind of wrestling. I could consume. I was just, I was like, oh, yes, you know, and uh, and so uh, I have a lot of fond memories of of Glow. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think many people I run into go, oh, I remember, and, and I'm always amazed they can say, oh, I remember Mount Fiji. I remember oh, yeah. Hollywood and yes. Vine. I remember the farmer's daughter. I remember Tina Ferrari, who became That's Ivory right. in WWE. And I'm amazed how they're, they just... Boom. I'm going to be honest. My first crush ever in life was on a gorgeous lady of wrestling. Who may I ask? Cheyenne. 
Oh, wow. I'll be yep. darn. I'll never forget. Unbelievable. When I, as a little boy, I was like, oh, girl, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and she, and the, when she was, but before Glow, she was called Queen Kong, and uh, her, her real name's yes. Deepu, her. Yes, And yes. she was Matilda the Han, and what an amazing character, just yeah. in life, right? Yes, she was um, She was amazing when we first met her, and amazing in the ring, and a great character. Yeah, I mean, even and when she I... she was the foil with Mount Fiji, because yeah. they were both so big. And Mount Fiji, like, uh, you know, watching the documentary that's on Netflix about Glow, um, I'll ask you your thoughts on that in a little mm-hmm. bit, but... Um, uh, what a wonderful soul Mount Fiji is. Yes. Oh my God. I, I'm not going to lie. Like just rewatching a little bit of that earlier. Like I sat there in tears. Yes. I'm not going to lie to you. I, without Mount Fiji, the documentary may not have resonated yeah. that well. It may not have. And yeah. without the documentary, there was no, um, well first because of that and because of Mount Fiji's poor health, Right. Angela, who's on this show, little Egypt, little Egypt. she's here all the yeah. time. Little Egypt was able to connect all the women that were in GLOW to come for a reunion yeah. to see Mount Fiji. And without that platform and that purpose, it may not have been pulled off. And that's what really made the documentary. Yes. So if you take that one step further from Angela, Little Egypt, doing that, then the documentary was seen on Netflix. Yeah. The two ladies that went to Jenny Cohn to produce the current Glow version on Netflix were inspired from the documentary. They didn't watch mm-hmm. it like us, you know, right. when we were younger. So then the documentary comes out, and that I credit of being a main ingredient of the blender, because right. a lot of ingredients have to go into a good drink at the bar, mm-hmm. to put Wow Women of Wrestling on its platform with access TV every Friday night at nine yeah. o'clock in prime time. So you, you know, all these little steps mm-hmm. have led mm-hmm. us to today. And mm-hmm. without all those little steps, I wouldn't be here with yeah. you, Sean and Johnny. Right. <laughs> so and I remember today. I was fortunate enough to go to the LA premiere of the documentary. I want to say maybe four years ago, everyone left with tears in their eyes. It was so incredibly touching. Those of us that grew up watching glow and you get to see how the women are now and like you said with Mount Fiji it just it tug at your heartstrings because you want her you want her to be okay and and, you know she's not and then all the women coming back together it just meant so much to so many people and you're right it was just an amazing domino effect from there yeah the the last scene I think or one of the last scenes in the dock is the reunion Mm -hmm. and when when Fiji shows up and they push her in and the doors open all the other ladies uh, everyone standing there waiting for like and and they all sing, you know that that song. Gorgeous yes. ladies of wrestling, do <laughs> yes. our fighting in yes. the ring. I mean, it's stuck in my head yes. from thirty years ago, David. Yes, you know. Well, so. I was a I'm from Indianapolis, so a Chicago Bears fan, and I liked rap music. Yeah. So, and, and I that was your version of the Super Bowl Shuffle. Yes, nice. it was. <laughs> I admit it. All right, and I was a promoter already since for four years before I thought a glow of all the R and B acts: Teddy Pendergrass, Teddy Riley. Uh, gap band, etc. And um, I said, we got to put some rap into wrestling. And that's what came out of it. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> our, and- opening, our opening song at NAPTI for wrestling featured Tina Ferrari, Ivory. Sure. And uh, it was Patti LaBelle's song, uh, Got a New Feeling or yeah. something very upbeat. Hey, so, uh, you know, people that don't know what NAPTI is, uh, uh, 
syndicated television used to be the thing, and I, it's not dead yet, by the way. No. Um, and NAPTI convention was the big convention every year, and it, mostly in Vegas. And I mean, everyone was there in entertainment. Yes. Everyone. WWF had a huge presence there every year. Big. And back then, you could actually perform. Yes. I was good friends with Rene Goulet. I don't know if you know Wonderful. Rene. He still looks amazing. He's like 80 years old now. I, I guarantee he would. Big golfing fan. And so um, he was there, and he said, come on over. And Mean Gene Okerlund was there, and they had the big match there at NAPTI. And I thought it was so cool. And then NAPTI later, years later, I don't know what happened, but they took all the fun out of it. Mm, yep. And they took the circus. And they moved it, uh, right? They even moved it out of all Vegas. All different even. markets. Yeah. Even the last time we were there, it was in Houston or something. And but it's just it's scaled down scaled a lot, Scaled right? down in little rooms mm. now for meetings. So yeah. the, the circus is no longer at NAPTI. Hey, so, so, David... Uh, you know, back when Glow came out and I told you I discovered it, like, yes. I was just excited to have wrestling. But I, I didn't see it for what it was back then, like when I look at it now and and how groundbreaking it was and how ahead of its time it was. Because a lot of the things you guys were doing, like the backstage segment, the, the, the break the fourth wall, things behind the scenes stuff, is stuff that we started doing years later. You yes. know? And, and a lot of people may not even realize that, but I mean, I, I, I got to give a lot of that credit well, to Glow. Uh, well, thank you. But, you know, that goes to the director, Matt Simber, with respects to the okay. comedy segments that yeah. came in that were that generated a lot of interest. Of course, I knew interviews and I knew wrestling, right. but he introduced a new faction, which some didn't like and some gravitate toward. And... Um, it it pulled a different audience than just the wrestling. Fan. Are you talking about the comedy? Like, the little me, skits. Can I tell you what it reminded me of in a good way? Yes. Yeehaw! Yes. Oh my God! Yes. yes. They even sold it that totally. way. Totally. That's yeah. even how they sold it. Yeah. The Housewives so, cracked me up. Like to this day, I'll go back. My and I'll favorite. Watch it. The Housewives yeah. are yes. my favorite. Didn't the, they play somebody else also? Chainsaw and Spike. Okay, they were my favorite. But they were legit so funny, and their chemistry was so good together. It was it was fantastic. I love those two. Well, you didn't need any writing or scripting for nope. the housewives. They were so good together. The, yeah, you could tell. The, the the two of them just went on Donna and Sharon and just they just won it. They were great. Also, I can tell you my compliments uh, to you on your office. What a sweet office you had back then. The, the, if anyone doesn't realize, his office was the telephone booth. The director and writer thought <laughs> of that because. They'd always say, where's McLean? Where's McLean? And they go, he's on the phone. He's on the phone. Well, there mm. were no cell phones back then. Right. So I was literally always at a pay phone, always, or at some phone, even when we moved into the hotel, over the loudspeakers back then. We have a call for David McLean, a call. And everything, get it, and I got to go to the phone, always. And they, mm. and they said, this guy lives on the telephone. That's and that's touch. how that came about. <laughs> Can we confirm there's going to be a phone booth in WOW? You know what? It's funny. Bambi is our <laughs> trainer, Selena Majors, sure. and there and there is a telephone booth in one of the hotels we shoot in downtown. A little Easter and, egg. I like and that. And she's begging for me to take it out and yeah. do something. If we did, it would just be for digital. It won't mm -hmm. be in the WOW series at all. But um, other than that, no. Digital segments work, <laughs> though. They drive yeah. more action, so... <laughs> It'd have to be someone like us that would remember it so that you'd get a smile yeah. from it that he's back in the phone booth. I'm talking about wow, like like uh, coming in to the now time. Yes. And Glow the, uh, is then, wow yes. is now. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there are um, a lot of similarities. There is that, that flavor, uh, uh, like 
that character old familiar flavor. flavor of a little like a tinge of glow flavor to yes. to wow that makes it so appealing to a lot of people. Yes, the gear, which, yes. you know, some say is costumes or the flair of a costume. I guess what would you call Ric Flair's gorgeous robe that robe, he came out? Yeah. The, the yeah. robe, the yeah. gear, um, that essence of that beauty of that uh, shine comes out of it. Some of the makeup comes from it, and especially the over the top characters. Yeah, yeah, because. I'm a firm believer in the characters, mm-hmm. and um, let's say Undertaker. Who would he be without Undertaker? People just right. love the Undertaker. And he, but he was great and, at it. That's the most important thing. Exactly. Authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Authenticity. You look at The Rock. He grew into The Rock. Mm-hmm. You look at Stone Cold. He grew into that. Um some may even say Triple H grew in, you know, because many evolved. of them started where? With Jarrett's, yeah. down in Jarrett's territory wrestling. So they found themselves and became those superstars due to authenticity yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Your authenticity is what made you a superstar. So we take that, but who do you remember from the XFL? You guys, he hate me. He hate me. That's right. Exactly <laughs> right. He actually got a cup of coffee in the NFL for about two, three seasons afterwards. See? So. Because yeah. he had the character yeah. name. Right. I mean, who knows Irvin Johnson? I bet you Magic if I go Johnson. into cities yeah. and say, hey, are you a fan of Irvin Johnson? They might look up and I go, how about Magic? Don't even need a last mm, name. Yeah. And the kids would say, I love the Magic. Yeah. I love Kobe. Also, uh, I wanted to uh, say that uh, it's really good, and I'm so happy for her. And she's actually my former tag team partner, Santana. Yes, yes, Santana yes. Garrett. Santana's the wild champion, and it's been a long she, time coming for her, David. Yes, and yes. I'm so happy for her. She's a great person, and um, she's had a, a recent loss in her yes. life. I don't want to mention it because you'll see it in one of the Wow episodes where we pay tribute. Well, I'll have to say it to her dad yes, because he was a great guy. I was at Cauliflower Ari Club, and I got to sit with him, and we had such a fun time. And one of my greatest things was getting to go to the hotel room before they had to go down to the to the banquet and share with him on the computer, uh, on the bed, uh, and turn the computer on and show him his daughter, Santana's, one of her big matches in WOW, and it brought a tear to his eye because he'd never seen that with that level of production. Yes and energy wow. and music and everything. It's so, like, as a as a father myself, um, and a father of a daughter, well, I have a son and a daughter, but, um, you know, I can totally relate to, uh, you the, know, how The pride that. he yes. had. It was just yes. great. So we I would fun. be, die, like, if I would, like, honestly, like, um, as weird as this, or it's awkward for me to say this, but I, I would be able to die a happy man seeing that from my daughter. Yes, he loved it. And yes. we were so we were honored to have him and we asked Santana and he if they would come in to come to the Wow event and they did. Tessa Blanchard as everyone saw last Friday night took advantage of the situation to move up the ranks quickly. But that said, uh, I talked to Santana afterwards and I say we'll we'll pay tribute to your dad and she sent me a picture of of himself with me from the cauliflower Art club and I yeah. said why you send me this it, it's on his facebook page <laughs> but we have a great one with her and he uh, that was taken right there at the live event. So what a great event that they got to experience together. Yeah. And speaking of Santana, what, what I want to ask you about is is the, the cast or the roster of WOW. You, it's, it's a great eclectic mix. You have incredible wrestlers like Santana, um, Tessa Blanchard, Katarina, Ray Lynn, but then you have some people that are not necessarily uh, experienced wrestlers, 
really great characters and they all mesh so well together. How did the casting, because you really did have to do casting for this because they are strong characters as well. Well, I call it tryouts. Okay. Is, what is it at the performance center in Orlando? Is it a, is it a tryout try or try is it casting? Yeah. So you saw. So how and difficult of a process was that? It's not difficult because we we put out the word that we wanted to have a tryout for Wild yeah. Women of Wrestling, and we were bringing it back into the marketplace. And we had eight hundred women show up. Oh huh. God! And out of eight hundred <laughs> women, we only selected ten. I had, I'm not good at math. I don't know what percentage that is, uh, but it's not too good. Point zero eight, maybe. Yeah. So. Um, they tried out, and they have to have that special little thing. Mm-hmm. And if anyone watched the debut last Friday night at 9 o'clock on Axis, and if they missed it, watch it. This Is this going on before? To, It'll be out, this will be out in about Today. an hour or two. Okay, great. So if you do editing, uh, you watch this Friday night at 9 o'clock, and you will see a phenom. And I've said this on media before. I grew up in wrestling, and when Andre the Giant stepped over the third rope, I looked up, and that was a phenom. Mm. When Joni Lawler walked out with DX, and she came down to ringside, I looked up and went, that's a phenom. And we had that. I can that. tell you firsthand that it was a phenom. Yes. And I can tell you, I think I know David. who you're referring to, so yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. and we've got the beast. There you go. And she's a phenom. Mm-hmm. Nice. And when she jumped over the third rope and leaped into that ring and wow the other night, it was you saw a phenom. I seen a little clip of her and man, is she intense, David? That's yeah. somebody. And now I got to tell you an interesting story. During the tryout, we're meeting people, and I walk into the room, and she's there. And in about one minute, I notice she's teared up. I said, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" She says, "You're David McLean." I said, yeah, so? And she says, I watched you as a little girl, Hmm. and you brought glow. And I can't believe I'm meeting you. And I said, why, why? She says, that's when I knew I wanted to be a wrestler Wow, Mm -hmm. from watching that. So who knows who we're influencing today? You said you're a dad of a a daughter. And I don't have my phone. It's in my bag. But the nicest texts I've been getting are from wrestling fans that say, I took my eight and nine year old daughter and we watched Wow Friday night on yeah. Access TV. And it, I, I just is special. So, uh, uh, concerning the tryouts, when, when you decided to have them, uh, did you already have characters in mind and you were trying to fill them? Or did you hire, did you pick the, uh, the, the talent first and then uh, a character that fit their personality? Because my background, and I'm driven by, it's character driven. Yeah. Um, I have a few. And I have three that I've been trying to fill for 20-some years. <laughs> and I can't say their names because I, I want to find the right person. Wow. So when I walk in that way and think we're going to have this character, that character, some have never come yeah. to fruition. Some, you find the exact right person. They're in training for four or five weeks, and they blow up. Uh, some get all the way to they get on television for one event and then they're not good in the locker room. They're a cancer. So we have to get rid of them. Some don't show up to work on time. Some don't do what they're supposed to do. Some come. Some freeze when the red light comes on the camera. Exactly. But that we can fix. Mm -hmm. But if they, if they're not professional, they got to go. Yeah. So, um, I, I grabbed the person's persona Listen to their background story and then come up with a name. 
Jungle Girl's parents were from, you know, her mom from the Amazon, they were from Columbia, and then she came into the ring and leaped over the off the third rope like Jimmy Snuka, and I just hit the mat, and I said, that's Jungle Girl. And Jungle Girl is a WOW original yes. from back in the day. Back in the day. Yes. Some 40 years old. Many people said you should retire that, retire that, and they said, what a corny name now. We should go with real names like Ronda Rousey. And I said, hold it. Why? Why? I said, she can blow almost any 20-year-old out of the box in that gymnasium. And her athletic prowess is beyond belief. And she's a great athlete and performer. And, you know, she's in that main event last week with Santana Garrett. And she's in the mix for the championship right now. And the first thing, you know, we as you said, Johnny, we've got a great mix of independents. Really the roster's fantastic. And homegrown wild yeah. stars who who my only contradiction was they're all athletes. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. But this one, and they've all trained with somebody. With somebody. And this one, Tessa Blanchard. She's about as good as they get right she, now, folks. You got it. And she was trained by George South yeah. down south. And so everyone's trained with somebody. And when she got in the ring with Jungle Girl, she said, holy smokes. Some people make fun of these people because they weren't on the independent wrestling circuit. She goes, this girl could take all of them. And keep in mind, Tessa's, what, 24, maybe. Yes. A a couple nights ago, it might have been, I can't remember. Actually, I think it might have been after I was watching WOW. Yes, it was, actually. I was like, Tessa Blanchard, every single aspect of her game is on point. No Every doubt about single it. aspect of it. And uh, and I just think, and, and you know, I said, in my opinion, she's the shit. And she is. And she's the total shit professional. And some, shit means something good these days. Yes, no <laughs> doubt about it. And also Santana, you already spoke of, been phenomenal for years. Yes. So very happy to but see her. But hasn't had a platform to shine on. Right. Now they she got a one-hour platform. Yep. Ta- talking about Tessa Blanchard and how we put this together, Selena Majors had told me, Bambi, for two, three years, because she's good friends with George South, and we were at WrestleCade together, and say, hey, you got to hire this Tessa Blanchard, you got to hire this Tessa Blanchard. And I said, we're not just going to hire somebody because their last name is famous. I said, forget it. Let's forget it. Oh, you got to do it. So I, I, it, the name worked basically against her. I was at a local event here in L.A., and literally I was backstage, and literally she picked up something she had finished wrestling and she was going to eat, and our elbows hit, just like that, like a movie. Mm. And I said, hi, I'm David McClain. She said, I'm Tessa Blanchard. I said, what are you going to do? She says, I'm going to grab a bite to eat now. I'm done for the night. And I said, want, want a company? And she said, sure, sit with me. And we sat, and she had just signed her impact deal. Right. And I walked away and told Bambi, I said, she'll be in Wild Women Arrested. She says, what changed your mind now? You know, her last name's still the same. And I, and I said, I just met her. She's a great person. Yeah. And she's professional. And she has the same vision for women's wrestling. Amazing work ethic. Like, oh. I see on the, I see, like, I've been on tour with her. Um, like, we, we toured in Australia together. And, like, I see... You know, the discipline and the getting up and the meal prep and, you know, the gym and everything, yes. like clockwork. She's precise you know? in the ring, yes. too. Oh, my God. Her her accuracy, it's just insane. Everything she does is just... Two boom. a days. And up when you, in the morning to go to the gym and then at night yeah. before bed. Two and when, a when you have someone like that in your locker room, it elevates the rest of the locker room. Bingo. 
They all it helps the other rest of the locker room rise to the occasion. It's like any professional sport. They all don't have to get along, but they got to play as a team when they go out on the court. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. locker room's part of the court. Yeah. And if they're not with the team, they're a cancer. Is there any issue with uh, with access t- like TV um, with her maybe being on another TV show? No, I got to give them credit. Impact, uh, I called them up because they had just signed her. And um, you got to give Scott, their general manager. Scott Demore. Yeah, Yeah. you got to give him credit. He said, let's let her fly. She's something special. There you go. And he he gave the rights to say, let's let her, you know, perform in WOW. She'll have another platform to showcase her skills. Cross promotion, too. Yes. It's yes. a great opportunity for, yeah, for everyone. And speaking of Access TV, I really don't think you could ask for a better network to, to showcase WOW. They already have New Japan. A lot of people watch that. The ratings were phenomenal for, for the first episode. But how did that partnership come about? Because I know you've been working with Jeannie off and on for seven, eight years maybe? No, I've known Jeannie Buss and I have been friends, I hate to say, over over 25 years <laughs> we've <right>. been friends. <laughs> we, we started a... Uh, we we found each other through a company in roller hockey, okay. and I worked at the Great Western Forum, and um, so we knew each other way before any wrestling. Gotcha. But the, you partnered up on WOW. Yes. How did that come about to to bring it to access then? Because I think a lot of people are interested to find that out. We were putting on before we put on some live events in Vegas and brought brought. We, we had to find out, is there a market for this? There's over 15 hours of WWE on domestic TV. It, the marketplace is flooded with wrestling. Sure. And mm-hmm. even digitally Digitally, now. it's even worse. It's or, right, everywhere. Because it's not worse. Because, like, in a way, it's, like, it's great for the consumer. They got all this to choose yes. from. Yes. But for, to get it started yes. and get it up could yeah. be a much harder climb to find a niche. No kidding. And Whew. you got to do it correctly. So... Jeannie afforded us the opportunity to go into the marketplace with some tapes that we had shot in Vegas. And we went and met with fans, wrestling fans in markets, sat in their living rooms and asked them, what do you want to see in a new wrestling program? So we looked at it. You know, I've been down this road before. We didn't want to do this and not do it correctly. Mm -hmm. And subsequently, they said we wanted to see the fun, F-U-N, brought back into wrestling. And we want to be able to watch it with our kids again. Mm. And we'd love to see an all-women's wrestling show that treats them like the athletes. So we look for someone that gravitated toward that brand identity. And not many people were getting it. We had a few preliminary meetings. And I do have to credit, when Glow came out on Netflix... Now people at least saw it. They oh, saw yeah. the sisterhood of what was in that that movie from from uh, Jenny Cohn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's called a movie. It'd be a biopic. Doc. Doc yeah, I can't tell you how many non wrestling fans I've spoken to over the past say two years who are were enamored yeah. by Glow. They say, "Oh, I I understand wrestling a lot more now." And so exactly. Open the doors. So that helped us, and then um, we did our live event here in L.A., and that was the game changer mm. because. Mark Burnett's company, MGM, they came to the event. They were doing Lucha Underground. They said this could be a great fit. We get the genre. We understand it. We want to get involved. Mark Burnett met with Mark Cuban at last year's Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> and he said, I knew Jeannie was involved in WOW Wrestling. Let's, let me look into this. And it was done within 30 days. 
Hmm. We met and we said, this is our direction. And it was very important for Jeannie that she got a partner that saw the vision and was going to get behind the product because she could put this on television next Tuesday anywhere she'd want. And they had smartly, as you said, Johnny, developed a game plan to make Friday night special. Mm -hmm. Their CEO, Andrew Simon, went out and got the best MMA, best boxing presentations, and then they brought New Japan in. Now they had a Friday night lineup, and they brought in New Japan slowly. They were bringing out old shows or events. Yeah, they they got people up to speed like up a, to a speed. whole year, right? That's then, right. Because yeah. American fans were clamoring for New Japan. Like, we want to see Bingo. Yeah. And then they do the live events in Long Beach, and now they're doing live broadcast. And that's our ultimate goal, mm-hmm. to do live wow. But we're sure. not there yet, not even close. So um, that said, that's how it all came about. It was the right partners, the right timing, Everything got mixed into the blender. We were lucky enough to hit go, and the concoction, per the fans, is we've hit the right notes because they really overwhelmingly. I'm humbled by it. You guys asked me when we weren't even on camera. I'm blown away at the Twitter, all the comments, the Instagram. The fans like the product. We need yes. them to support it, or it won't stay on the air. I'll tell you that. I would. Uh... Who was it? Big E from WW from the from New Day. Yes, um, I, he tweeted that he was incredibly entertained by the show. Like he really put it over big. I won't mention which one, but two WWE female wrestlers or superhero superstars text out a great tweet and yeah. and and loved it. So that was a big compliment. I mean, it's all part of the women's evolution, which is well deserved. And uh, boy, I'd love to see. I'd love to be a fly on the wall for a meeting between Mark Burnett and Mark Cuban. Well, you would have had to be at the Super Bowl. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the, one of the things that, one of the glaring differences between Glow and Wow is the quality of the, the in-ring product is so much better. Yes. But yeah. Sean, in the 80s, who was their model? Jane Fonda Video. Exactly. And I, and, I heard, and, I, and, I, and I heard you mention that, and I thought that was a really good, like, way that was to, it. to explain what the climate was like back then for, for, for women. You know, uh, and, and what they could look up to. And, and the business side, yeah. no one's ever looked at that aspect of what yeah. how Glow started. So When I started it, I started it in the Midwest and was turned out of gyms saying, you can't put that stuff up. What are you advertising for? And then a friend said, go to L.A. I didn't know anyone in L.A. I'd never been past Sam Munchnick, St. Louis territory. <laughs> so... Um, I made a phone call to Derek Stevens. He's still there at Gold's Gym in Venice. Oh, yeah. And I called Derek, and I introduced myself on the phone, and I said I'd like to have a casting, you know, at your event and see who would come to become a wrestler. And he said, for what? I I even told him, I said, it's going to be an all-women's wrestling league. I don't want to tell you the name yet, but Mm -hmm. we're going to – I come out. I get to the airport, and 500 people are at Gold's Gym. And that's where it started. Yeah. And what year was this? That was 85. Okay. Now, here's why I mention all that. I was, I was jumping into a pool. I had no clue what I was doing because I was just following a passion to elevate women's wrestling. Because luckily, Dick the Bruiser, Vern Gagne, and everyone told me I was wasting my time. Right. <laughs> so, Not surprised. Uh, yeah, so... When 
I got here and then I saw the response. Then I had a second meeting. Then I had to find two gyms to put WOW in. I was looking for a gym. I should say two rings because I needed to train them. By the way, I had no clue. Are we talking about the the glow? This is the real glow story. Back the glow thing. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Okay. Back in the day. And I got to the Broadway gym down at 108th and Broadway. And I booked it on the telephone because I found out they had two rings. Well, one, they were boxing rings. Hard as stiff as stiff as could be. And so then now I'm in I'm getting into the fall. You know, it's September. I find out to sell this show, I gotta go to Napti. Yeah. First of all, I'm putting up all my old my own money at first and I'm going, holy smokes, this thing's going into, you know, one cost after another. This was a kid that flew with no just passion, no brains. Right. And all of a sudden, I gotta get the talent into training. We go down there to Watts. That's a whole nother story. But now the pressure's on. Got to shoot a pilot and got to get it to Napti. Yeah. Wow. I don't have time to figure out training and how to really do it properly. We brought in Chavo's, uh, Chav- Chavo's yeah. Uh, Mondo. brother. Yeah, Mondo. Yeah. He came in. Then we brought in Princess Jasmine from Chicago, um, who was a female wrestler. And then before you know it, we're at the Riviera Hotel and I'd met the director who introduced me to the distributor who introduced us to the guy that owns the Riviera. And all of a sudden, there's a mixture there of a syndicator, a yeah. home, etc. It all happened like that. Hey. And then we go to Napti with, if you look at it today, not that great of a promotional tape. And we take four of the performers and they sold 30 markets, 40. And mm. then what put it over the, over the hilt I went to the owner of the Riv and I asked him, I need some money for PR. We need PR, publicity. And he said, go meet this guy. It was Lee Salters, his son's Larry. And they handled Barbara Streisand, Pia's door, all these people. And he said, um, we'll, we can get you PR. We need an event. Yeah. And by luck, because we had an event, you said, how did WOW start? We had an event. Mm-hmm. And Mark Burnett's people were there. We had an event, and because I had met someone, the manager said, "Would you like to meet Jackie Stallone?" I was going to ask you about Jackie <laughs> Stallone. Esther Stallone, okay. yes. mom. Sure. And I said, "Well, why would I do that?" He took me. We went to my favorite cafe where you drink milkshakes every night. That was they in Glow. They got me doing cocaine and everything. Jesus that Christ. never happened. I was doing milkshakes. That anyone wanted to meet me, they go go to the cafes, eat ice cream or milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, we had a meeting in there, and I said, "Okay, I'd like to meet Mrs. Stallone." Set up. I fly over to L.A. on old PSA Airlines, and I got to her house thirty minutes before he did. The manager and agent, when he he was stuck in traffic. When he walked in, he says, "Well, let's discuss how we make this." Mrs. Stallone said, "It's done." And he said, what do you mean it's done? I've been in traffic. He's the manager. And she says, I'm going to help David, and I'm in. Let's go to dinner. And when Mrs. Stallone got in, because she wanted to see the women elevate, yeah. she took a passion to the women. And in she the can tell the future. 
That's right. That's yeah, she right. Knows. She could. Have you have you seen her lately? <laughs> yes, she, she comes to amazing. Wow. She's she looks been at amazing. Each, she's been at each of the Wow events, and on this Friday night, this Friday night, I introduced Mrs. Stallone at the Wow event. Oh, oh boy! Wow. So she came to support the Wow Women of Wrestling. She's like ninety years old, ninety something years old. What? Yeah, yeah. And still and does she looks Pilates. Great. Yeah, looks wow. fabulous. Walks. Well, she's doing Pilates. She's yeah. in better shape than me. Hey, David, did Pia Zadora really pull the plug on Glow? Uh, I don't know. I think a lot. I think from a business perspective, business yeah. perspective, um, when I left, most of the talent all left. And we went into syndication with another named program, and it split the marketplace. Is that POW? Yes. Yes. And that was a disaster of me just leaving. Mm. And, um, but, but I love Terry power. I loved her. She oh, was yeah. my, she was my uh, manager and DX. Oh, we you know? had great talent. Was great. Yeah. And it was the seed to what would become wow. Mm -hmm. And that would have been wow, but there was some legal matters I had to clean up. And we just went out underfunded and went into marketplaces. But when that happened, the marketplace changed, yeah. uh, the ad sales, you know, you couldn't go from barter with ad sale. It, there's a lot to be said. The true story has never been told. Waiting for the book? Never been told. Nobody yeah. knows the true story of everything. A book coming out at all, David? No, I don't I don't have one in the works, no. but maybe one day. Yeah. But we're into wild women are wrestling now. Yeah. We're into Access TV on Friday nights. And we're into what Johnny said. This is my ultimate dream because this has the talent this has the background of training this has the tessa blanchards the santana garrett's the homegrown talent that's been in the wow training center for a year learning how to wrestle this is the culmination of all of that dream come together and Jeannie Buss made it all happen. And so many people watched the first episode. People need to keep watching Friday night's Access TV yeah. because hopefully a season two will be following closely. Oh, now. that's done. Okay, yeah. then. <laughs> David, congratulations uh, on everything. And, you know, um, it's really cool. Thank it's you. It's really cool to see all this happening. Well, it's nice to come here with you because, you know, there's only a handful. I could name all five, actually, and you're one of the five that have transcended the industry oh, thanks. and really transcended it in the ring and still here to pioneer things that are happening in wrestling cool. and now even into entertainment. So hats off to you. Thanks, David. And it's nice to be here. Thank you. Hey, uh, everyone, uh, David McClain, everyone give him a hand. Yes, well, and of course, you can go to wowe.com, and you can check out the it. entire roster, yeah. Access TV, Friday nights. If you have cable, find Access TV, AXS. Everyone knows it at this point, thanks to New Japan, so here we are. Oh, Watch Wow. And what about they always want to talk to the superheroes? Go hashtag Wow Superheroes. Yes. Or, you know, any oh. platform, at Wow Superheroes. What about, su what about social media handles for, yeah, for Wow? Yeah, all at, at Wow Superheroes. Everything's under Wow Superheroes. Mm -hmm. awesome. And, uh... Isn't that easy instead of trying to figure out all these different That's great. Go to Wild addresses. Superheroes and you can find out if you want to talk to any one of them individually. So there you go. That's thank, right. Thank you, David. Thank, thank you, you for guys. your time. We'll See be right you all back. Friday nights on Access TV. Yeah. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everyone. 
got to thank David McLean again for. He's all the way in Long Beach. This is a long ass way for him to come up here. <laughs> he said he drove up last night. Yeah, <laughs> so like, I'm very grateful that you thought enough of the show to uh, to do that. So uh, thank you again, uh, David, and uh, and you know uh, you can follow me on social media at the Real X Pac, at Real X Pac on well at the Real X Pac on Twitter at yeah. Real X Pac on Instagram. That's right. Um, what's the X Pac one two three sixty show? I think on. Twitter and mm-hmm. Instagram. That's correct. All that. Yeah. So what about you? Uh, find me uh, at Jay Quasto. If you live in Los Angeles, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, we have a brand new time uh, this Saturday night beginning at 1 a.m. Uh, after I was Eyewitness News. It's our 400th episode, which is great. Uh, otherwise, yeah, my comedy special is being edited, and hopefully it'll be on a VOD platform yeah. near you soon. And Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, like they've got some production upgrades lately that oh, I, yeah. I, I'm impressed by. they got to... Yeah, a little bit bigger of a ring, which I like, and and they got a a new set that looks fantastic, a new entrance wall awesome, that man. they really needed, and I think it, it's a game changer it's, for them. It's been an amazing eight years, yeah. uh, and I'm very proud to be a part of it. Yeah. And it's it's been a blast. So. Yeah, and uh, and you know, uh, congratulations to to Dave Marquez. Like he's you know that's his baby, and he had a he has a vision. He sticks with it, and. Uh, you know, it's, you know, respect. It's going to be a great year yeah. for wrestling in general. Very so, excited for it. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll see you right here next week from beautiful Afterbus Studios in North Hollywood, California. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Sean Waltman, producers Mark B. Donica, Jimbo Frank, and the entire Xbox 12360 staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. Follow Xbox on Twitter at TheRealXbox and email us at xbox12360show at gmail.com. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.